0: Hi, this is Keith, and welcome to Klesmer Podcast 77 for March 1st, 2011. The website is KlezmerPodcast.com, and you can write to me at Keith at KlezmerPodcast.com. I'm very excited to once again have Balkan Beatbox on the podcast. They came through Los Angeles on February 23rd, 2011, and I was able to catch up with Ori Kaplan and Tomer Yosef. And the interview took place during the sound check for the band, so you'll hear some background music going on from the musicians that were doing sound check on stage. But I think the interview came out pretty good overall, and I hope you enjoy it. After the interview, we'll hear a track from their new album, Blue Eyed Black Boy. So here we go with Balkan Beatbox. This is Keith with Klozmer Podcast, and I'm visiting today with Ori Kaplan from Balkan Beatbox, live in Los Angeles at the Conger Room. Ori, welcome to Los Angeles and the Conger Room. Thank you. Nice to be here. It's been about two years since we spoke last, and uh, you've got a new album out, a lot of touring going on. What's What's been happening? Um, we're working on a new album. Um, the last month, I think, we've been
1: sitting uh, almost uh, daily. In a studio in Tel Aviv and uh, meanwhile we were in South Africa doing some small tour there and we played like real big shows with the uh, trans band infected mushroom which was a big big event in uh, Tel Aviv and uh, interesting thing to do uh, so yeah that was exciting because just the amount of people who came and uh, trying to expose different people to the different genres <laughs> uh, but uh yeah now in usa and
0: uh we'll go back to tel aviv and continue to work on the new album well let's talk a little bit about the uh the the recent album uh blue-eyed black boy um know a lot more uh different kinds of backgrounds that you're using on that one Falcon yeah. and and maybe some sound like a, some Greek stuff going on as well. Mm, maybe Greek
1: um, and uh, also you know there's one song, Blue Eyed Black Boy, which is kind of uh, I think signaling also a new direction that we're taking, fur- pushing further in the, in in the album we're working on now. So a lot of electronica kind of you know guitars doesn't necessarily have to be uh, ethnic. As long as uh, we feel it and it's good music and we all love it in a certain Balkan beatbox kind of way uh, Then we, we just, then it, you know It's kind of an evolution and we're happy. It has a bit more of a I don't know, electronica in it, but in a very acoustic kind of treatment
0: uh, I noticed some more brass being used uh, this time around. Also, is that uh, some Balkan people you uh, you found to, to use? Well, we we went to Belgrade and uh, hooked up with uh, you know
1: a Ser- uh, Serbian brass band, Aidarovic uh, and, and uh, his band orchestra, and uh, so that's all around, all throughout the album. Even you know even though some of the stuff is is all chopped up and. Some of it is very naturally played by them, so. Songs like My Baby. And, uh. So that's part of their existing repertoire already, so. No, just... we, we were teaching them. We, oh. were, we went to Belgrade, we spent four days in a studio in Belgrade and got these guys, and we were teaching them our music. They took it to their own repertoire, to their own festivals, and, you know that they would they would probably probably still playing it cuz they really loved it and you know I was writing some songs and, like Smatron in the album and they were learning it and giving it their own interpretation and it was a big guy uh, you know
0: brass orgy <laughs> right well you know being a trumpet player that's that's what I, that's what uh, really interests me how did you find that band to uh to to do this collaboration uh through uh, boyan it was uh, Boban
1: Markovic's manager and was a good friend and uh, he really like did, did a pre-production on this whole journey to uh, Belgrade and helped us a lot, hooked up a great vintage old studio like that looked like it was untouched since the 70s <laughs> uh, but great equipment from the 70s and a uh, really warm feeling and we documented the whole thing because another friend came from Vienna and, and uh, my wife who's uh, Bosnian was the translator so it was really funny, you know, like Babylon Tower and everybody talking. My wife in the middle, like translating.
0: It was really a great experience, actually. Wow, fabulous! And so you're talking about writing some of these new songs. What, what's, uh, what are those going to be like? Um, you know, we'll just have to
1: wait and see. We have, to, <laughs> we have a bunch of them, and we're working into the album. It's, it's sort of going to be this kind of uh, opera <laughs> right now about this guy who's like living a very cynical life and uh, moving to the forest to become a lizard
0: and you know, most of the songs relate to this subject somehow. <laughs> Now is there going to be any different instrumentation uh, or augmentation uh, with that? Yes, definitely. Uh, more synth is being played,
1: more analog synths
2: and
1: played with, and uh, which is uh, I love it because uh, you know the synth is like this analog warm instrument, and when we actually get to play with the analog instruments, it it feels like a, such a nice you know like a carpet like like something you can really touch i i really like it so uh and uh a lot more free spirit i think in the in the coming album we we're, we're not bound by anything i feel like it's our fourth album leave us alone let us do what we want you know <laughs> <laughs> albums don't sell anyways let us have fun
0: <laughs> they uh, well yeah if you don't play for yourself, then the, the audience can't enjoy it, right? We're having so much fun and I'm, I'm sure this will translate,
1: come out of the studio we, as the other albums did. We, we keep having fun. We don't want to be, uh, you know, having to be Balkan beatbox, meaning we have to make another album that sounds like, you know, have this or that or that formula. We, we really want to reformulate because we feel like uh, music is moving forward. Uh, there's a certain genre, you know, uh, gypsy, gypsy, uh, uh, remade gypsy, whatever.
0: There's a lot of uh, gypsy music out, or the Balkan stuff, or or groups that are incorporating that style in whatever they're doing already. A trend, and also so you have to stay on the leading edge of it.
1: And we felt like we, we kind of were there when it started and triggered it, and uh, now we want to lead the way to another place in a way, or or, or just like. Uh, be, make great music, not make genre music, you know, which is uh, not be pigeonholed in, in any ways. Because, uh, you know, we, we don't want to dance to the same song of five years ago. We
0: we want to dance to new new beats, new music. So are you picking some stuff up from Africa? I know there's other groups are picking up some of these African uh, rhythms and incorporating it.
1: We did something with this band backstage. Who are our guests in South Africa and Cape Town? They're living, there, you know, in the uh, townships, which is, you know, tin homes, and they came to do something with us. Uh, definitely, yeah. Africa is, uh, I mean, is on the mind on this album for sure. Uh, but it has been for a while. I mean, it's not, it's not something new. Like war again, you know. It's just kind of almost like a fella kind of, Fela kinda, Kuti kind of vibe to it. Uh, and uh, you know, we're close to Africa, I mean, sure. Tomer's ancestors are practically from, from there, so, uh, so uh, yeah, there's this um, Northern African, Southern Mediterranean uh, meets Northern African, but it's not. We, again, you know, it's whatever we feel. It's not. We're not defining. Oh, this is now. We're doing an African just or that. It can. It can be a total mix, total contradiction within this one song itself. So,
0: as long as it's good. <laughs> <laughs> and there's still some Middle Eastern things happening uh, in some of the music as well, right? Uh. Yes, of course, just by the nature of
1: of, uh, the people that are making it, trying to think of the, yeah, for sure, I mean, that that signal, but might not be, you know, so much uh, of that kind of Balcumbia or other songs that we did, might be a little bit different taste, but again, you know, there might be 10 more tracks we're going to work on,
0: which completely will change the face of what we're doing right now, so let's wait and see. You're doing a lot of touring now. You're going around North America, Europe. Are you going to Asia as well, maybe, or or uh, some other lesser-known <laughs> areas for the, your music. There's plans to go to uh, Brazil, South America, and
1: Australia. Uh, as long as, as far as I know, uh, we're not going to East Asia, Asia or Southeast. Uh, I wish we did, but. Uh, Anyways, we're we're gonna be quite busy with the uh, United States and the uh, EU this year. I think we're gonna push a bit more, and uh, uh, it's quite a busy touring schedule. So America now we're, we're in the West Coast. April we're in East Coast. Then we do some festivals. Uh, come back every couple of months, you know, for a few shows. We're not the intensely you know 33 shows in a row kind of band. We've <laughs> never been and. I think it's cool because uh we have time to do other things to uh attend to our families and be in the studio and be creative without this kind of pressure off the bus you know uh and uh yeah everybody has a full life so you know it's not just touring 10 years of touring <laughs> it's uh but I think it helps the music because right? we we all charge up for, for it and uh and then you know we'll play big shows in the big cities, and everybody, you should come to the big cities. <laughs> we're strategized.
0: So, what's on the uh, program for the show tonight? Some of these uh, new tunes you're you're talking about, or, or uh... we're still now we still we're still in that workshop stage, you know. Mm. Most of the songs we're working
1: on, we're just doing some uh, arrangements and cool stuff with um, from the recent album, which you know basically just came out six seven months ago so it's still fresh
0: and these songs are still fresh for us on stage uh do you find that the the audience members uh that they they're familiar with the songs they know them already or are you getting people that are somewhat unfamiliar with your music just coming to see what check you out and see what's going on wow
1: you know like last show we did in paris i was shocked like everybody's learned all the lyrics whether they're there in moroccan or whatever language <laughs> they picked up on the lyrics In in Israel, when we play shows, people pick up on the... In New York, too. So there's a hardcore fan, you know, fans who, like... They really pick up on the vowels or whatever it is. You know, gibberish that we use, like you hear in the background. (laughs) Uh, That's a cool beat down there. Uh, That's some dedicated fans. Yeah, they really... They really learn all the lyrics, whatever language they are. Uh, And, uh... Yeah, it's great. I mean, really like our our fans. You know, it's great uh, music lovers. I mean, and open-minded to other languages and cultures.
0: Right, because people learn the song, whatever the language is, that they like the song. Yeah,
1: they they get hooked on they, it. I mean, and you know, they, they they
0: the songs are
1: such that you know the lyrics are usually very hooky. <laughs> you know, it's not
0: difficult. Uh, you know uh... moroccan
1: literal literal literal
0: moroccan so how does that process work uh... do do you conceive of a song in a certain language or do you write a song and say "Oh, let's make this song moroccan
1: no not at all we have a beat we have a guest they they come in they check out a few beats uh... or we you know they play on the click and they start bringing up material sometimes we write it with them sometimes they bring an old traditional ancient song then we modernize it with the or, some, or then We don't, we keep it as it is, really old and raw. And then we build a whole beat around it. You know, we start with, it can just, countless ways we work, it's just not one way. But for the lyrics, uh, you know, what, what language you decide whether, to? Whether we write together, he said, and oh, well, if we'd invite you know, Hassan Ben Jafar, the Moroccan, of course it will be Moroccan. If, uh, you know, the Serbian singer uh, Svetlana will come, she'll sing in Serbian. It's not very difficult to choose because each, each with his own language.
0: And then your 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 pure material. How do you decide between the English or or Hebrew or a combination? Uh, you mean for Tomer's Yeah, singing? yeah. Tomer uh, likes to write in English
1: for for our for Balkan beatbox. I feel like it's quite definite for him that is he's, he's got his own solo project in Hebrew. That's more singer songwriter kind of
0: thing. And, uh, and he's got the war again, but then in some parts of other songs he's doing some Hebrew as well. Yes, yes, which is fine, and these are still,
1: I think, uh, lyrics from his own, you know, his own bag, you know. Uh, he's singing okay. a lot in English. I, I, we love to communicate in English too.
0: So, and uh, hey, how are you? Hi, Tomer. <laughs> you? See you again. Good to see you. You have a moment, or uh...
3: yeah, yeah.
0: Tomer, we talking about you. Yeah. yeah, we are talking about you. you Tom, to, Tomer Youssef. Yes, we're only talking about writing the lyrics for, for the songs, and we're talking about how you choose what songs you do in English and what songs you do in Hebrew.
3: Um, but there's no formula. When something calls for English, we do it in English, and when something calls for a different uh, language, we'll do it in different language. <laughs>
0: Uh, right, so you're telling me you do some like Serbian or Moroccan or whatever language you're you're collaborating with?
3: Uh, yeah, yeah. If uh, yeah, definitely for bringing uh, guests. So we're definitely gonna you know use whatever they bring in
0: uh, their their you know their language. What have you been working on uh, with from a new material? Uh, you know, War Again was kind of a big song. The, the whole Lloyd Black Boys doing, you know, global business for you guys. What's uh what's keeping you going?
3: I uh, Ori probably told you about the, uh, our new album that we're working on right now.
0: And uh, he didn't tell me too much. He's pretty secretive.
3: Yeah, I, I can understand. We tried to keep uh, <laughs> keep it in a low profile at that point. But uh, I can tell you that we're very excited about it. It's uh once again it's it's a different uh um, direction and it's very uh, very exciting. We got some new very cool songs. We're really happy.
0: Great. So uh will they I mean, be I can, perf- I can give you more information but then I'll have to carry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather live live a little bit longer to make another podcast, yeah. But uh, will you uh, preview them on on your touring, or will they not be heard until the album is out?
3: Actually, usually we do it. We like uh, bringing new stuff to the show all the time. But this time we made a decision, since the coming album is such a blasting one, we're deciding that we're going to... uh, just uh, have a turning point and, uh, and like redo the whole show so we're going to come up with a totally new show it's going uh, to have the, the old songs uh, as well but uh, when we decide that we're going to play the new songs then it's going to be like a whole bunch of them so the show is going to have like a
0: kind of a new face so it's so gonna be a, a new hairstyle for you to also uh... ah, working on that. Maybe this time Aurelie will uh, provide the,
3: the the haircut.
1: It is possible that
3: the the haircut that Tomer
1: wanted to do, which is the two uh how do you call them oh, braids coming from the yeah. back and going through the front that I will do I will take up on that. The dreadlocks? <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I don't because he, he looks different every time I see him, so we never know.
3: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could be that
0: uh, we're all going to look like lizards. Could be that... that that. Uh, maybe that's done before, I don't know. Yeah, we also might change the name of the band.
3: The Lizards. <laughs> the Balkan
0: Lizards. Anything else you want to mention before, uh, before we go? Any uh, website or... or uh... Where to get your downloads or buy the CDs? Um, downloads or buy the the
1: our our black blue-eyed black boy. You mean? Yeah. Yes, it's uh you can go to the uh, Nat Geo website and, and Amazon. It's all over the
3: place. Balkanbeatbox.com. BalkanBeatbox.com. BalkanBeatbox.com is the is our official site where you can see all our videos and. Uh, and pictures and uh, everything. Oh, and uh, we have a new
1: video. It's for Move It. It's just been uh, released. So right now it's on our Facebook page. You can watch it. I'll have to and
0: look it for it. that.
1: It's, uh, it's a setup of an old uh, Russian kitchen that's becoming kind of a beatbox. And uh, you'll have to watch it.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Ori and, and uh, Tomer. Thank Thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it.
3: No problem. See you again in three years or something like that. (laughs) See you before that.
1: Thanks very much. See you.
4: is back on it and I So you can skip the barrier and move it to your area So we can boss your radio and speak up to the speakers And scream out to the sleepers They freak out when they hear us Cause we make big like gorillas In this giant country jungle The digital monkeys on a move Move. Talking straight, we never mumble, Making sure your dancing feet will move
0: Hello, this is
3: Roberto Rodriguez, in, listening to Klezmer Podcast.com. Check it out.
0: All right, I'm back. That was Ori Kaplan and Tomar Yosef from Balkan Beatbox. And the track we heard was called Move It from their recent album, Blue-Eyed Black Boy. Balkan Beatbox has posted a new video of the song Move It. And I'll have a link to that on the website. You can check it out. It's a great video. I really enjoyed watching it. It's got some great animation effects. And, of course, the song is terrific. So I'd like to give a big thanks to Ori and Tomer for taking time out of their very hectic schedule in Los Angeles to sit down with me for a few minutes for the podcast. And also a big thank you to Nat Geo Records for giving me permission to use Move It on the podcast today. So remember, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions... Or if you have a band that would like to be on the podcast or have your music played, or if you have a recent or soon-to-be-released album you would like me to review, please write to me at keith at klezmerpodcast.com. And once again, the website is klezmerpodcast.com. And you can also find me online on Facebook, MySpace, Last.fm, Skype, and Twitter at username klezmerpodcast. And as a reminder, the music heard on Klezmer Podcast is for promotional purposes only and is used with permission. So that's about it for Klezmer Podcast 77. Thanks for listening. Please stay subscribed. Tell your friends. And until next time, bye for now.